This is an RPR News Link. After meeting with Governor Tim Walz yesterday, the Minnesota bishops are now in the process of deciding when to resume public masses of more than 10 people and what that will look like. As of yesterday, parishes in Minnesota could resume public masses with a 10-person limit under a strict safety and sanitation protocol, but there was no date for when they could return to limited public masses of greater than 10 people. The bishops note the decision of when to resume public masses is ultimately theirs, and they will release further statements about the path forward soon. In Wisconsin, the state Supreme Court struck down Governor Tony Evers' extended stay-at-home order, limiting his ability to make statewide rules during emergencies and requiring him to work with the state legislature on how to handle the outbreak. As a result, the bishops of Wisconsin are creating plans to resume public masses when it seems prudent. Bishop James Powers of Superior says he's been working on a plan to resume masses for less than 10 people at a time within the next week or two. This has been an RPR Newslink, and Real Presence Live starts right now. Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. But when- Welcome to Real Presence Live. We're here today with Father Kuntz, and today we are doing our daily Mass. Good morning. We're having a little bit of problems with our video, but uh, for those of you that are listening on to the radio, um, you can hear us loud and clear. Uh, we'll hopefully get the video up. Uh, those of you that are going online to watch that sometime early on here during the Mass. But please stand. Let us rejoice and be glad, give glory to God, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty and merciful God, that we may in truth receive a share in the resurrection of Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The crowd in Philippi joined in the attack on Paul and Silas, and the Magistrates had them stripped and ordered them to be beaten with rods. After inflicting many blows on them, they threw them into prison and instructed the jailer to guard them securely. When he received these instructions, he put them in the innermost cell and secured their feet to a stake. About midnight, while Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, as the prisoners listened, there was suddenly such a severe earthquake that the foundations of the jail shook. All the doors flew open, and the chains of all were pulled loose. When the jailer woke up and saw the prison doors wide open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, thinking that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted out in a loud voice, Do not do no harm to yourselves, for we are here. He asked for a light and rushed in, and trembled with fear. 
he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you and your household will be saved. So they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to everyone in his house. He took them in at that hour of the night and bathed their wounds. Then he and all his family were baptized at once. He brought them up into his house and provided a meal and with his household rejoiced at having come to the faith in God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. Your right, right hand saves, saves me, O Lord. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple and give thanks to your name. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. Because of your kindness and your truth, you have made great, you have made, you have made great above all things your name and your promise. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. Your right hand saves me. The Lord will complete what he has done for me. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. Your right hand saves me, O Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia. I will send to you the spirit of truth, says the Lord. He will guide you to all truth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Now I am going to the one who sent me, and not one of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I told you this, grief has filled your hearts. But I tell you the truth, it is better for me that I go. For if I do not go, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regards to sin, righteousness, and condemnation. Sin because they do not believe in me. Righteousness because I am going to the Father, and you will no longer see me. Condemnation because the ruler of the world has been condemned. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Please be seated. You know, there's a, a, a character in today's first reading that I think is somewhat impressive, and that's the, the jailer in the Acts of the Apostles. One thing that you need to know about Roman law, at least Roman justice, is that um, if you were a jailer or a guard of a prisoner, and that prisoner escaped or somehow got loose and could not be found again, according to Roman justice, according to Roman law, you as a guard or you as the jailer then had to take on that uh, punishment. So whatever the punishment was going to be for that criminal, you had to take it on. And so that's, that's why we see this jailer he had a jail full of prisoners, apparently, and assuming that they had all escaped, he took his sword and he was going to kill himself because he realized that, that was, the Romans were going to do that to him anyhow because he was going to take on all the punishment of all those prisoners. But what's interesting is what this jailer comes to eventually and what he's willing to sacrifice for this newfound faith of his. As soon as he realizes that Peter and, not that Peter, but that Paul and Silas are still in the prison cell, he comes out to them realizing that something of God happened with that, with that earthquake, and then he asks them this question, which is the question that should compel every single one of us. The jailer says to Paul and Silas, he said, quote, 
Sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? This jailer shows himself to be a very wise person in asking that question. And then as the story unfolds, he takes Paul and Silas into his home, out of jail, at great risk to himself, cared for them. They should have been in jail, but he takes them out, cares for them, and then is baptized. Obviously, that jailer sacrificed everything he was doing in life for the faith. He couldn't take that job on again. He took the prisoners out, and he cared for them. There's no way that the Roman authorities would, would have entrusted the job back to him after doing that. So asking that, after asking that question, Sir, what must I do to be saved? This jailer shows himself to be genuinely wanting the faith because he sacrifices everything to have that faith. It's kind of like the pearl of great price that he found, sacrificing everything for it. May this unnamed jailer that we have in the story of the Acts of the Apostles act as a role model for every one of us. Let us now bring our petitions to our Heavenly Father. We pray for all church leaders, especially Pope Francis. We pray in a particular way that he may be guided by the Holy Spirit as he shepherds the universal church. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for President Trump, for our Congress, and for our governors, that they too may be open to the Holy Spirit and how they govern our country through this pandemic. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for those who have been affected by the pandemic emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are feeling a particular sense of loneliness during this time, that they may seek comfort in their faith with Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are sick, those who are in nursing homes, and those who are in the process of dying. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We ask our Heavenly Father to answer these prayers and the prayers we leave unspoken if they be according to his will. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all this holy church. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that we may always find delight in these paschal mysteries, so that the renewal constantly at work within us may be the cause of our unending joy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. 
The Lord be with you. And with, with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment in the reality of the cross and by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please kneel. The font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, the, all the bishops, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours, 
forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Please stand. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare say, Our, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the, the kingdom, kingdom and the power and the glory are yours now, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with, and with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take, take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, Lord I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Body of Christ. Amen. The body of Christ. Amen. The body of Christ. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead and so enter into his glory. Alleluia. Let us pray. Hear, O Lord, our prayers, that this most holy exchange by which you have redeemed us may bring your help in this present life and ensure for us eternal gladness through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And, and with, with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. 
That concludes our daily Mass today. Up next, George Weigel will reflect on the month of Mary through the eyes of St. John Paul II. This and much more coming up on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.